It's game day. And this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a blockbuster day in the Scottish Premiership. Seven teams are going for three remaining top six places with an Edinburgh Derby and a Dundee Derby both taking place. Livy Motherwell and Aberdeen Ross County are the other games which count in that race. Celtic have the chance to go nine points clear when they host St Johnston ahead of Rangers' trip to St Mirren tomorrow. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me in the studio, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans. Tension Tension Everywhere you look From the top of the Premiership table To the bottom Celtic can turn the psychological screw on Rangers If they get that 9 point lead at Celtic Park today That lead and a bumper goal difference Would be the perfect way to go into the split As for the derbies Hearts will beat Hibs And Dundee United will beat Dundee Trust me on that one And there'll be tension everywhere from Pataudry to the Tony Macaroni Let's get this party started, Dazzler Yeah, it's a very exciting day, Hugh um, I'm just delighted that we've got the top team all around the grounds, Gordon Can't wait to hear their reports today Because they'll chop and change, we know that Teams will go up into the top six, drop out That's the excitement of it We'll have our eyes on Celtic Park Can they open that gap up to nine points Plus goal difference and put pressure on Rangers for tomorrow Exciting day ahead It is What a day of football In store Because you look at those Five fixtures And every team With something to play for This afternoon It's going to be Chopping and changing Like Daz says Can't wait till it gets underway How many times Between now and six o'clock Hugh Keevans Will I use the phrase As things stand What would your guess be? uh, You'll start at three And you'll finish About five to five On that one But This Vindicates the whole Idea of the split we have meaningful as opposed to meaningless fixtures everywhere you turn. And also, 60,000 people at Celtic Park who will welcome Celtic back after their win over Rangers last Sunday and look to get that psychological boost before Rangers play St Mirren tomorrow. If you're a Rangers supporter, you don't want to hear that Celtic have effectively gone 10 points in front and you have to travel away tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's very important for every team and we start at the top and Hugh's quite rightly saying Celtic need to press home that advantage today they're home against St Johnston who are fighting for a lives down there and they're in decent form but you can't see them getting anything at Celtic Park then you look also around the country we talk about the exciting games we've got two massive derbies a Dundee derby as Mark's probably played in that and he'll tell us later on that he flicked a goal and <laughs> then we've got the Edinburgh derby as well and top of that Aberdeen Ross County Livingston Motherwell exciting games ahead and on top of that later on we'll find out the, who won the Grand National It's incredible that you think seven teams for those three remaining spaces in the top six you know still up for grabs and the, the top six Hugh's right has been debated is it the right thing to do but when it gets to this stage you can clearly see that it means a lot to a lot of people and financially for a lot of clubs it, it you know sets them up pretty well for next season so a lot on the line today the, including relegation because you yeah. know depending on how St Johnston get on at Celtic Park Dundee across the road at Tannadice uh St Mirren playing tomorrow Not out the woods yet And you have 
Their manager Stephen Robinson's guarantee of that He said that they're in a relegation scrap So we have a league That today contest The title Europe Top 6 And relegation That's a good league What an afternoon we have in store So sit back and I was going to say relax That's not going to be possible If you're a fan of the Premiership clubs this afternoon But do your best You can tweet us At Clyde SSB And we'll open the phone lines When it's all said and done Let's not hang about any longer We've got serious business to attend to Let's start at the top of the table Right at the top sits Celtic They're at home to St Johnston Gabriel has the teams yeah, it's probably the least important game of the day in terms of the top six, but it does present Celtic with that massive opportunity to go nine points clear at the top before Rangers play tomorrow. And with just five games to go after this one, that could prove to be an unassailable lead in the title race. The Hoops have won five in a row. The last game, of course, was a 2-1 victory at Ibrox. And Postacoglu says the focus has not changed. His team remain as driven as ever to win every game until the end of the season. And he has named an unchanged lineup since last weekend's Old Firm. It shows exactly how highly the Australian rated that performance. Uh, one important piece of team news, though, for Hoops fans is that Kyoga Furuhashi is in the squad for the first time since Boxing Day when he came off after 15 minutes with a hamstring injury against St. Johnston. So the Hoops team to face the Saints today is Joe Hart in goal. Uh, Josip Juranovic at right back. Carl Stahlfeldt and Carter Vickers in the middle of defence. Greg Taylor is on the left-hand side. Captain Callum Gregor is at the base of midfield with Tom Rogic and Rayo Hatate either side of him. On the right wing, it's Yota uh, up top, Georges Jakimakis, and off the left, Dyson Maida. Substitutes today, Bain, Beaton, Kyogo, Abada, Turnbull, McCarthy, Idaguchi, O'Reilly and Ralston. What about the Saints then? They are one of the form teams in the league despite their lowly position. They're unbeaten in three. They've won their last two. They do still sit in 11th place but they're now as far away from 8th spot as they are from 12th which is 6 points either way. They've made three changes since their 1-0 win over Livingston 7 days ago with Cleary, Gallagher and Chifchi dropping out for Brown, Booth and Middleton. They're in their usual 3-4-1-2 formation. It's Xander Clark in goal. James Brown, Liam Gordon and Jamie McCart are the back three. Sean Rooney plays right wing back with Melka Halberg and Murray Davidson in the middle of the park. Callum Booth is on the left-hand side. Alec Crawford will play in the number 10 role with Callum Hentry and Glenn Middleton up top. On the bench, you've got Parrish, Mahon, Cleary, Butterfield, Gilmore, McPherson, May, Bear and Sang. The referee at Celtic Park is Andrew Dallas. How big's the incentive for Celtic today, Hugh? Today, prior to kick-off, is peak Celtic They are top of the league With a comfortable lead They can extend that lead The De facto Owner of the club Dermot Desmond Has said that he will never sell Therefore there is Financial stability The manager of the club Ange Postacoglu Has said that he'll be Celtic manager Until he gets the tap On the shoulder You have managerial Stability Peak Celtic What they have to do now Is prove That is the case All the way into the split They have to win A game At home To enhance Their chances Of becoming the champions They are eight games away From becoming Treble winners There could not be More at stake For the 60,000 Inside Celtic Park Yeah I agree with that I think it's very important That Celtic put down That marker this afternoon Gordon After a um, win last weekend Against Rangers at Ibrox just put pressure on them. It uh, would take it to nine points plus that massive goal difference. 
I think it'll be difficult. I think St. Johnstone will go there. They're in a little bit of form. Uh, they're playing with a bit of confidence. But if Celtic come out and get on that front foot, 60,000 roaring them on, I can only see one outcome, and it will be a Celtic victory. To put icing on the cake, Furuhashi on the bench. If the circumstances are right, I could see him coming on to a hero's welcome, second half, but... The circumstances have to be right. He hasn't played in 2022. You're not looking for Furuhashi to come on and try and save the game for you. You're yeah. looking for him to be the icing on the sure. cake. And also, what you've got the incentive from the Celtic manager to say is, we've got a semi-final coming up next week at Hamden against Rangers. Uh, what do you make of the team, Mark? It's not often we see Celtic with no changes from a previous game. Yeah, uh, it shows how strong they were last week. How much faith Ange Postacoglu has in this side. And the players who played... Last week deserved a shot at this But quite often I've been in these situations before That games you're expected to go and win And win easily Can be the trickiest ones Because last week takes care of itself The pressure was on The atmosphere's there And you just tick over on those big occasions These ones Sometimes you need a spark And you need people to be on their game And Celtic have certainly went for a strong lineup. Are people who can win matches and they'll need those straight from the off. They'll look for an early goal so that they can cruise the rest of the afternoon and that'll be create an opportunity for Kyogo maybe to come on as a sideshow in time for next week's game against Rangers. Yes, should be an absolute cracker. Celtic against St Johnson is the only game that has no knock-on effects for the top six. So let's try our best to figure out the permutations. As we go through each of these other games individually A nice Edinburgh derby seems like a good place to start At Tynecastle Hearts against Hibs Hearts are already in the top six Roger Hanna What do Hibs need to do? Yeah it's a terrific day for football The sun is shining You can tell it's a derby feel about it Just walking up to the stadium And there's probably as you say Gordon More in it for Hibs They may need to win To get that final top six place this evening Then again a draw or even a defeat could be enough for them, depending on the results elsewhere. A draw would be enough if no one beneath them in the table wins. So that would mean a draw between Aberdeen and Ross County up at Petaudry. And he could even squeeze in, if they lose, it's a draw at Petaudry and neither Livingston nor St Mirren win this weekend. So I think that's all clear for everyone to see. It's a, it's a first visit to Tynecastle as Hibernian manager for Sean Maloney. Hib's last win here in Gorgie, Boxing Day 2019, when Martin Boyle scored a double. No Boyle, of course, no... Kevin Niz but either he's injured and that means Hibs joint top scorers have just two goals this season and they come here just 1-1-12 in the Premiership since Boxing Day and already this season two goalless draws between the sides so maybe the Omens don't look favourably on Hibs this afternoon amazingly it's the first time it's been a 3pm kickoff on a Saturday between these two at Tynecastle since 2006 they meet again at Hamden in seven days time in a Scottish Cup semi-final so it's going to be a huge week for football in Edinburgh Hearts still without John Souter Michael Smith Benny Beningame and Cammy Devlin but they're on in six in all competitions they're well set for Europe as you see already secure in the top six look secure in third place in the first season back in the top flight and of course to further aid them they've got super scoreboards very own Andy Halliday and he's starting in central midfield today in the absence of the injured Devlin and Beningame so hearts go Craig Gordon in goal it's a back three Toby Sibby Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley across the middle Nathaniel Atkinson Peter Haring Andy Halliday and Alec Cochran and then Liam Boyce and Barry Mackay will support Ellis Sims in attack on the bench Stuart McInneth Woodburn Mackay Stephen Moore Ginelli and 18 year old striker Mackenzie Kirk the son of former Hearts frontman Andy who scored 
and a 5-1 derby win here over Hibs in August 2002, an afternoon made more famous because Mark De Vries got the other four goals for the Jambos. As for Hibs, well, they two go with a 3-4-2-1 formation. Matt Macy in goals, a back three, Rocky Bashiri, Paul Hanlon, the skipper, and Josh Doig. Across the middle, Chris Cadden, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Joe Newell and Harry Clark, and then Dre Wright and Chris Muller will support Elias Melkerson in attack. On the bench, Dabrowski. Allen and Campbell, Del Ferrier, Hauga and Henderson, Jasper, Scott and Stevenson. And the referee here at Tyne Castle this afternoon is Nick Walsh. So that's your first set of permutations. Let's hope you followed that. Hibs will get in the top six if <laughs> they draw <laughs> Hugh Keevans. A draw can be enough if none of the teams below them win. Good luck but, with this. But that requires Aberdeen and Ross County to also draw. That's right, Roger Hanna, isn't it? Uh, I think so just about <laughs> As you say The phrase As it stands Will be mentioned A huge number of times This afternoon Yeah absolutely They can still get in With a defeat But only if Aberdeen And Ross County draw And Livy and St Mirren Both drop points yeah. Following me so far yeah. Great That's yeah. just one of the games We're about mm. to get on With the rest of them We've got another City derby It's in Dundee It's at Tannadice And Fraser Wishart Is there yeah, and very excited, Gordon Light, Roger Hanna walking to the ground. The pubs are absolutely jumping around here, plenty of singing. And in all my years in football, and there are many, many years since I started my career as a player, I've never been to a Dundee derby, so really looking forward to the, this one. It's always a huge game in this part of the country in any circumstances, but today's game is absolutely vital for both sides for different reasons. We've been talking for weeks, as you were saying earlier on, about the possible permutation for top six, but for United it's pretty clear. It's in their own hands. Don't lose today and they'll play the remainder of the season in top six. And that'd be a really good achievement, I think, for Tam Kurtz and the Tannadice side. He was in his first season as a boss, no real pedigree as a top player, but he's pretty much silenced any critics and fourth place and a European spot is right in his grasp if they get the correct result today. But Dundee, although bottom of the table, they'll be up for this one. They are six points adrift at the bottom of the table. A draw, no real use to them, and I think the game will be pretty open. I think they will go for it. They need wins, six games to play, and they'll probably need 10 to 12 points at very least to catch St Johnston above them, and I think that should lead to a fantastic game of football. Dundee will go for it, and I think that will allow for a, an open game and for United to perhaps hit on the counter-attack from time to time. Not a game for the faint-hearted, though. And I get a feeling referee Steve McLean might be a busy man today. That must be terrific. Tannadice will be full. I really can't wait for this game to start. Unchanged for Dundee United, an attacking 3-4-3 formation from the team that got a draw at Easter Road last week. Benjamin Segrist is in goal. Ryan Edwards, Charlie Mulgrew and Ross Graham at the back. Liam Smith, Kevin McDonald, Dylan Levitt and Elmari Iskinen in midfield with Matt Minolte as a main striker and Nicky Clark and Tony Watt either side of him. Carol Johan, Eriksson, Adrian Sporler. Archie Meekinson, Lewis Nielsen, Kieran Freeman, Scott McMahon, Miller Thompson and Matthew Kujo are the substitutes for Dundee. Two changes, and I think two changes last week they made a, a real difference to, to getting a point against Aberdeen. Out go Elliot and Rudden, go to the bench, and in come Charlie Adam and Max Anderson into midfield. They go 4-3-3 formation. Ian Lawler in goals, Cammy Kerr, Jordan McGee, Ryan Sweeney and Jordan Marshall at the back. Max Anderson, Sean Byrne and Charlie Adam in midfield with Paul McMullen and Paul McGowan, either side of the lone striker, Danny Mullen. The subs, Kevin Sharp, Declan McDade, Josh Mulligan, Christy Elliott, Luke McCowan, Zach Rudden, Vontae Daly, Daly Campbell, Zeno Ibsen Ross, and Niall McGinn and the referee as I said earlier today at uh, Tannadice is Steve McLean much easier much much easier for Fraser Wisher the only way Dundee United can miss out in the top six is if someone wins between Livy and Motherwell and Hibbs and Ross County both win along with a goal difference swing that's right Fraser isn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I was just looking at the very simplistic way of Dundee United need a draw. Yeah, they've a got draw to be gets there. them they've through. Got to so, be so, there, so fairly straightforward. I'll, I'll leave you to do all the permutations, but uh, I, I agree with you. I think United will win this one in any case, and there'll be no doubt they'll be sitting in fourth place at the end of the day. Well, the sun is shining. Three o'clock, two city derbies in the Scottish Premiership this afternoon should be fantastic. Another game which requires some serious permutations because both of these teams are going for the top six. Is that the Tony Macaroni Livy against Motherwell and David Freel is there? Yeah, Gordon, this could get complicated before the close of play today. To borrow a phrase from David Martindale, even the Seagulls flying above the Livingston pitch know how big this game is for the top six. We'll we'll get on to the permutations in just a second, but it's pretty simple for Motherwell. They start the day in fifth position on 39 points, and a win will definitely guarantee them a top six spot. That's not the case for Livy. They do need favours elsewhere. So Livy start the day in eighth position on 37 points, and a win could seal a top six finish but only if Hibs and Ross County fail to win. A draw is no good for Livy, but it could be for Motherwell if Hibs or Ross County fail to win. And for Motherwell, there's also this scenario where they could lose the game and still finish in the top six, but only if Hibs lose and Aberdeen and Ross County draw. So hopefully everybody got that. It's clear as mud. Yep. But it makes a dramatic day at the Tony Macaroni. Super scoreboard's Marvin Batley. He looks extremely focused out in the pitch right now, and I've already seen Motherwell Chief exec- Executive Alan Burrows pacing up and down the touchline. Knowing Alan, it's going to be a very, very nervous afternoon for him. It's going to be a decent crowd at the Tony Macaroni. Motherwell has sold over 1,000 tickets, I think, by yesterday, where Livingston have given out 2,500 free tickets to local schools as well. Livy came into the game off the back of that controversial 1-0 defeat to St Johnson last week with Kevin Clancy denying probably the most obvious penalty you'll see all season. David Martindale has made two changes. Odin Bailey replaces Sebastian Soto in attack, and Sean Kelly comes in for Stefan Omionga in midfield. Sean Kelly will also be up against his brother Liam for Motherwell so I'll just go through the Levy team it looks like a 4-3-3 Max Stryak and goals back four of Nicky Devlin Jack Fitzwater Io Obelai and James Penrice middle three of Jason Holt Scott Pittman and Sean Kelly and up front Alan Forrest Odin Bailey and Joel Nibley subs for Levy are Konovalov Boys Lewis McMillan Montano Omionga Sibold Shinney and Soto as for Motherwell, as I said, you know, game Alexander was probably under a bit of pressure going into last weekend's game over St Mirren. They won that 4-2, and that has put their top six destiny in their own hands. Motherwell have actually won in the last two visits to Levy, and they're also on a run of four successive wins over David Martindale's side, so they do have form going into this game. Stephen O'Donnell misses out with injury. Jake Carroll comes in and the only change from last weekend. I'm told it might not be great news for Stephen O'Donnell, so that's obviously a bit of a... A blow for Steve Clark, who already has his defensive issues, but Motherwell, they don't normally you know, stick with the same team. That's been a bit of a theme this season, and they, they don't again, but that's just that one change, Carroll in for O'Donnell. So Motherwell line up also 4-3-3, Liam Kelly in goals, Beavis Mugabe, Sondre Solholm, Ricky Lamy and Jake Carroll at the back. Dean Cornelius, Callum Slattery and Sean Goss in midfield, with Connor Shields, Kevin Van Dien and Joe Efford up front. Subs for Motherwell are Fox, Willery, O'Hara, Shaw, O'Hala, I'm a loser, Donnelly, Grimshaw and Tierney. And the referee at the Tony Macaroni is Don Robertson. I'm not even going to bother with those permutations again. I think if one more set of permutations, Gordon Deal's head is going to explode. And Motherwell are in the top six at the moment. Livy aren't. So Motherwell clearly in the driving seat. They could even get there with a defeat. So I won't run you through all the permutations, but there you go. That shows you um, the... Perceived strength of their position at the moment But a lot can change And last but not least The final set of permutations for this afternoon Aberdeen-Ross County Dave Galloway is there Well it's a must win match for both these teams today Gordon So something has surely got to give But if there's a winner in this game Hearts must not lose to Hibs For the top six to become reality For either Aberdeen or 
Ross County. So there's so much to play for. And because a draw will be of no use, the teams will really have to go for it. Hopefully that'll be reflected in an exciting match with lots of goals. These sides, especially the visitors, have proved at times this season their attacking prowess, but neither has a good defensive record at all. Some controversy this week with the, the leaking, of course, of uh, confidential discussions over the future of Don's defender Andy Considine, but the home supporters will be smiling all right with a victory and hearts doing them a favour. However, the Staggies come here full of confidence and they'll certainly fancy their chances of taking all three points this afternoon. Looking at the teams then, a couple of changes to tell you about. Firstly for Aberdeen, it's Watkins and Ojo in for Ramsey and McLennan. It's Lewis in goals, a back four of Ojo, Gallagher, Bates and Hayes. Barron sitting in front. Then it's another four of Bissawin, McCrory, Watkin, uh, Ferguson and Watkins with Ramirez leading the line for the Dons. The subs for them today, Woods, McKenzie, Considine, McLennan, Jenks, Polvara, Ramsey, Ruth, and Milne. Ross County completely unchanged from uh, last weekend. Uh, Laidlaw in goals across the back. Randall, Baldwin, Yakoviti and Vokins. Sitting midfielders Callaghan and uh, Tilson. Further forward Spittle, Harry Payton and Charles Cook with White up top. The subs for County this afternoon. Uh, Monroe, Kenkola, Dominic Samuel, Watson, Burroughs, Drysdale, uh, Hungbo, Ben Payton and McKinnon and your match referee here at Pittori where it's sunny but very very cold indeed it's Greg Aitken it's going to be one of the days of the season in the Premiership that's you all set up team news and all the permutations we will take a breather because we need it after that and we'll look back on all the week's biggest talking points next action as it happens and your reaction from five on the open line this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are in the studio We've got the top team out and about at the grounds And we are jealous of them because the sun is shining There is something to play for in all of these games It should be a fantastic Saturday in the Premiership We do however Hugh at this stage on a Saturday Generally look back on the week's biggest talking points And again it's really been Rangers overall hasn't it The fallout from the Derby defeat on Sunday Followed up by a disappointment in Europe And all manner of Frustrations and criticisms That seem to be emanating from the fan base Well clearly when you lose to Celtic uh, It creates a, a negative atmosphere And then to follow that up with a defeat Against the Braga Makes that worse uh, I didn't think that Braga were from the top drawer Or anything like it uh, But Rangers attempts to Get shots on target Were Hopeless, to be quite frank about it For the first time, I think, since 2009 It was recorded that Rangers get no shots on target Over 90 minutes of a European tie We can't go on about Alfredo Morelos Because he's not there He's just not there He won't be for the remainder of the season So there is no point in mentioning him anymore It's how you solve the problem of his absence And so far, Rangers have not come up with a, a solution They tried Kamar Roof against Celtic Did not work Tried Fashion Sakala in Portugal, did not work. And tomorrow, I'm assuming that Celtic will win this afternoon. It would be a monumental blunder on Celtic's part if they did not take all three points today. Tomorrow, Rangers have to come up with a scoring solution because they scored with uh, Aaron Ramsey against Celtic and they could not get a win. 
They could not get a shot on target in Portugal And tomorrow they may be obliged to get a goal So that's the big problem for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst It seems there's a lot going on in the minds of the Rangers fans Roger Hanna, certainly the ones that contact this show um, what, How would you sum up their position at the moment? Um, disappointed, frustrated, anguished it's been, it's been a bad week for Rangers and for the Rangers support They lose to Celtic, didn't play particularly well They lose to Braga, didn't play particularly well They are badly missing Alfredo Morelos as you said But football sometimes got like a funny way of of offering teams and players the opportunity to atone And Rangers have got that opportunity over the next eight days They've got Braga at Ibrox on Thursday night. I agree with you. I don't think Braga are top drawer. They're decent, but they're young, they're inexperienced, and Ibrox can be a hostile environment, as Giovanni Van Bronckhurst said himself on Thursday night. So Rangers have an opportunity still to overturn that 1-0 deficit and get through to the semi-finals of the Europa League, which would be a terrific achievement. And then next Sunday at Hamden, they have the opportunity to atone straight away by beating Celtic and reaching the Scottish Cup final for the first time in six years. So the prizes are still there for Rangers. They just need to realise what's there for them, to up their game, and I think there's an onus, not so much at Paisley tomorrow, but certainly on Thursday and Sunday, to get their best players on the park. That means Aaron Ramsey, that means Kemar Roof. Sakala played on Thursday, he's not as good a player as Roof. I know Roof wasn't good in the old firm game, but I think Ramsey and Roof and Aribo and Kent and the team offer Rangers the best chance of scoring What do you think Fraser? I think everything's in the is set against the backdrop of last Sunday and, and the defeat last Sunday because having played there Gordon played there as well and Mark played at Celtic when, when you lose an old firm game the whole tone and the whole so tone of the supporters and everybody connected with the club is, is set that way and 1-0 uh, away to Braga in normal circumstances and remember the days when a 1-0 defeat away from home in Europe wasn't deemed it to be a dreadful result but I think uh, given the circumstances of last Sunday and the fact that Rangers fans have, have, uh, have seen their team play brilliantly so well away from home for years and years and years that adds to the disappointment but it wasn't a bad result when you play as poorly as they did on Thursday night and uh, not having a shot at goal and never looking like they were going to score a goal it actually wasn't the worst result given, given that performance over a, a two-leg tie and I'm with Roger I think that the atmosphere on Thursday night the Rangers fans will have a huge part to play as well can put real pressure on this young Braga team and, and I expect Rangers to go through but what a huge week they've got you know defeat to Braga defeat next next weekend in the cup and what else is there to play for for the season because I think we discussed it last Sunday you know defeat for Rangers would see the end of the, the, the league and I don't see them catching Celtic in the league so huge week for Rangers to to, to, to come but they've got to take care of St Mun first but uh, the Braga game itself yeah poor performance didn't play particularly well you get these and they're very rare for Rangers and 1-0 defeat wasn't the worst result of, uh, it could have been worse you can see parts of this coming though David Friel can't you you know a few weeks ago when Rangers were winning and things were good we, we pointed out then when Aaron Ramsey's not in the team and you're winning no one, no one really cares no one's going to ask the question too much same for Ahmad Diallo yes the fact that you're Recruitment in the striking department in the last few years could have been better. No one cares because if you're winning and you're top of the league and you're progressing in Europe, those things become less important. Lose at Celtic, uh, lose against Celtic, lose again in Europe, fall to most people's minds pretty much out of the title race. All of a sudden, all of these things come under the microscope. Yeah, it's the complete opposite, Gordon. As you're saying, you know, suddenly substitutions get analysed, timings, a substitution, squad rotation, everything. Um, I think 
the point Hugh made about Morelos. Rangers need to come to terms with the fact that Alfredo Morelos is out for the season and they need to find that solution. And I mean the players as well. Watching Rangers against Dortmund away and Red Star Belgrade away, they played without fear. The shackles were off. They, 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 they didn't give them respect. They got stuck in. They scored goals. I thought against Braga, it was almost as if the players themselves didn't really believe they could go and score a goal. But they're going to have to find a solution. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is going to have to find a solution. And as Roger said, play your best players. You know, this Glenn Kamara experiment is a number 10. I just don't see it. Scott Arfield, maybe, you know, years ago was could play that shift out on the right-hand side. I don't think he can now, as well as he maybe used to. So, Scott Wright, where's he? Where's Ahmed Diallo? Can Sakala go out in the wing and get Kamara roof in the team? You know, I think these are all the questions Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is going to be asked. But if he doesn't find a solution, Rangers season is going to be over, you know, sooner rather than later. There was a lot of negativity last night, Gordon, for sure. Social media is, is bad for it as well. But, you know, granted, a few fans phoned up to, to give the other side of the the equation here where it is perfectly possible, perfectly conceivable, in fact, the Rangers could be in the semi-final of the Europa League in a few days' time. Yeah, and I'm confident they will, Gordon. Although that the boys touched on about the performance. But I think that everyone knows now, having looked at the fact that they're playing without Morelos, their focal point, Sakala get tried. Can't play as a centre-forward. He can't play as a centre-forward. It was clearly obvious on Thursday night. Roof is the best option. I think there are a responsibility now for Rangers to look round about their other players. Their midfield players have got to start scoring goals. Wide players have got to chip in with goals. Ryan Kent, two goals for the season. Not good enough. You know, so you've got to get goals and a threat from somewhere else. They can't continually keep playing the way they play, thinking that Morelis is a centre-forward. Hugh's right. They've got to find a different solution because they've still got very good players in the pitch. You're talking about one player here, but you've got to find a different solution to create a problem for the opposition. I think Thursday night, as much as the performance wasn't good, 1-0, I think Rangers are confident overturn that, and I think they will. Are you talking about one player, though? If that one player's absence comes at the same time as Joe Rebo's form has dipped and maybe Ryan Kent's not bang at it all the time yeah. you know, I, although it's just one player that's dropping out it, in a sense there is more than that going on is there not? Yeah I, th- I think you're right there I think Aribo obviously was absolutely brilliant and then in the last few months he's dropped off Kamara for instance dropped off and he's come back again Kent Goes in and out games for me He's not consistent enough for the ability he's got and obviously Rangers rely on him just now but I, I think that you could play a rebel next week in a massive game and all of a sudden they could turn it on again. The ability's there, we know that. Yes, a, a drop of form, fine. Every player in their career will go through that as spells. But the fact of the, the, the looking at Rangers with the miss of one player, the way they play, through Morelos, Rangers have not solved that problem yet. They tried the other night with Sakala, and the reason they couldn't get a shot and goal is your centre-forward takes up. Any coach will tell you, your centre-forward dictates where you play the game. If you've got a centre-forward that can link up midfield player runners, wide runners, full-back runners, you get up the pitch and you create chances. Sakala can't do that, it's obvious. Ruth, probably the better bet, but not great at it. So you've got to find a system to play to the strength of your players and I think the Rangers manager will need to find it very quickly because Fraser wishes right there's two three massive games coming up this week listen to that Fraser he doesn't say that very often about you 
<laughs> he doesn't say that very often at all. Just like I don't agree with Gordon Dale very often. He usually gives you a hard time on here on a Saturday afternoon, I must say. Uh, but Roger Hanna, you said you know you were keen to see Aaron Ramsey getting that team soon. We, we always knew when Aaron Ramsey signed, we'd be talking about him every week just because of the size of the reputation, the fanfare which accompanied his arrival. I assumed at the time we'd be talking about him for one of two reasons: either he was playing every week and playing brilliantly, and the signing was justified Or he was playing every week And performing poorly And then rival fans Would have a laugh And say oh he's done And you shouldn't have signed him I'm not sure many people Envisaged that he would be here And be fit But just wouldn't Get a game Yeah I was quite surprised Because you've seen flashes You know he, he is fit at the minute And you've seen flashes At Dens Park In the first couple of minutes Of the Old Firm game Last Sunday Of what he can do You saw it playing for Wales As well you know he should, people rightly focus on Gareth Bale and his influence in the Welsh team but you know you speak to Rob Page and he will say Ramsey is just as influential and was just as influential in getting them past Austria to set up this World Cup playoff final hopefully against Scotland in the summer so he is a talented player look at his career you know he's been at Arsenal he's been at Juventus he's scored goals in FA Cup finals and you know won trophies so for me Rangers need to get him into the team um, they're short of confidence in front of goal and the boys have alluded to and, and I just feel they look more likely to score goals when Ramsey's in the team It's going to be a fantastic day tomorrow as well St Mirren against Rangers Will Aaron Ramsey play? We'll discuss that game later I'm absolutely certain we've got the open line as well but for now we better park it because we have got five incredibly important Premiership games and we'll go back around the grounds next the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson, Gordon Diel all here. The top team all around the grounds on a blockbuster Saturday in the Premiership. Important games, every single one of them. There is a lot to play for. So let's go back around and start with an Edinburgh derby at Tynecastle. Roger Hanna is there. You mentioned, Roger, these have been great occasions and Full of tension and great atmosphere But the football The spectacle has been difficult Let's say this season At not a lot of goals And that's an understatement um, Does the fact that this is a bit of a shootout Particularly for Hibs Does that change things today? Well I hope it changes things today There, there is a wonder you know, Speaking to a couple of people here Just as the atmosphere is building And I think the Hibs fans wonder where the goals are coming from Just sitting down in front of me Kevin Nisbet, the Scotland striker on crutches Sitting next to him, Christian Doidge also out of the, the squad this afternoon. Martin Boyle, if you remember, headed for Saudi Arabia in the January transfer window. And of the, the 20 players Sean Maloney's been able to list today, the top goal scorer has two goals. Jake Doyle Hayes, two goals. So you wonder where they're going to trouble Craig Gordon from this afternoon. And, and they're going to need to trouble Craig Gordon. They're going to need to come out. You were talking about all the permutations for the seven teams and the, the three places that are left in the top six. Yes, they could do it with a draw. Yes, they could do it with a defeat. But I think they will believe they need to win the game, just as Mother will do at Livingston. That will be their mindset. Go out, do their own business, get the three points. But you wonder, as I say, how they're going to carry a goal threat to Craig Gordon in that back three. With Hearts not having as much to play for in terms of the league table, they'll, they'll still want to go and use this as almost the, the victory cigar, won't they? Roger, lord it over their rivals, not only... Well, to show who's been dominant this season, to consign them perhaps to the bottom six? 
Yeah, not only that, they also want to lay down a marker for next Saturday at Hamden. Gordon, I think the half supporters would tell you, yes, they want to win today. Yes, they want to stop Hibs getting into the top six. But more important is next Saturday and getting to a Scottish Cup final. Uh, they will believe they're strong enough to win today, they will believe they're strong enough to win at Hamden next week and although one game doesn't necessarily mean anything for the following game, if Hearts were to turn up today and put two or three goals past Hibs, I think it would really be a show of strength ahead of the semi-final Fascinating one for Fraser Wisher at Dundee Derby Mark Wilson played in a few of those, even scored in one of them I yep. think uh, Very lucky uh, Free kick if you've ever seen it It's the worst free kick you'll ever see in your life So ch- check that out on YouTube um, At our next break Fraser um, Mark McGee Clearly trying to keep Dundee up uh, I know a few eyebrows were raised this week When he mentioned that when he went in and took the job He told them Look, You won't win many games uh, Which has proven to be the case like, Have they got a chance this afternoon? Yeah, I think they've got a chance because they'll go for it. Uh, Gordon, you know, a draw isn't really much use to them. It gets Dundee United definitely into the top six. Uh, but uh, for Dundee's point of view, it's not really much use. It gets like, yeah, a point closer to to, uh, to St John's. But I think they need wins at this stage of the season. They've got a chance and, and they'll push forward. But getting the goals has been a problem. And, and I think in a game like this, you need somebody who's going to just break that deadlock. And you're looking at the two teams. You know, of course, United have got McNulty, they've got Watt, they've got Clark in attacking areas. Eskinen's a threat in the wing, but from, from, a, from a, a kind of Dundee point of view, Danny Mullins up front of his own, Paul McGowan, Mullen, good players, but not out and out goal scorers, not much in the way of goals from midfield, so that might be maybe the problem. But uh, I, I bet like uh, Rogers talking about the atmosphere building up here, it's huge, you know, the, the, the crowd beginning to come in, they're all slagging Charlie Adams' stomach, he's having a good laugh with the supporters. But with a 0 0 and a 1 0 here this season as well, so sometimes off the field and the build up and the excitement. The, the game becomes a damp scrub so I'm hoping there's a few goals in this I think it was certainly very physical a real battle the fans are up for it but I'm hoping there's a few goals in the bad I just don't see Dundee getting that win to be honest Gordon yeah Livy Motherwell is another shootout for that top six David Friel at Motherwell waiting and waiting to finally get a victory in 2022 they did it last week Stephen O'Donnell played left back and he's now out injured and you're suggesting it might be slightly long term in the same week that Scotland lost Nathan Patterson and Kieran Tierney all of a sudden the fullback picture's changing ahead of these crucial games in June yeah we should get a, an official update later on but the kind of suggestion was I don't think he'll be back next week put it that way um, yeah I mean that would be a huge blow for Motherwell and for Scotland but in terms of club club form yeah as you're saying you know Motherwell waited that, that long to get that win and they would love another one today and I think that has to be the mindset you know it was quite interesting to hear Graham Alexander say that depending how the game is going he might tell his players how the other games are going and what they need but I think he will hope that it, it doesn't get to that stage that Motherwell can go and finish a job here but say they're said and done against Livingston you know a good team strong home record and also got a bit of a grievance after last week and how that St Johnson game finished so I do fancy Motherwell today Gordon I'll be honest with you but I think this could go all the way yeah, it should be an absolute cracker there we'll keep an eye on that if Marvin Bartley doesn't make the top six that's absolutely fine if it's Motherwell that don't make the top six I'll need to phone in sick on Wednesday night Hugh Keevans because well, he will let me know you don't need to bother anybody because the Dazzler and Mark are discussing golf gear well the, the greatest day of the season is about to start and they're, they're discussing whether Tiger Woods golf gear is better than Rory McIlroy's no, golf gear I, I assume they two would be tuned well, in we hanging listening. on every word of David Freel and Fraser Wishart and Roger Hanna I'm listening to the build up at Tannadice if that's the, the atmosphere during the warm up what would be right when they start yeah, kicking each good. other it really did 
Uh, Dave Galloway It's been a funny old week At Aberdeen Such an important game But in many ways Overshadowed by this Andy Considine business Yeah indeed As as I touched upon um, Earlier um, Clearly um, Confidential information Was linked Was leaked uh, To a journalist Who published it And it went to the wider uh, media, you, you wonder what impact that might have on morale. Will it affect the the players, the squads' focus when it comes to such a you know such a vital vital game? You know, you talk about every game being a cup final. Well, this is this is certainly one um, for Aberdeen. What looking at the season that they've had, you know, it goes without saying. It's, they've been such underachievers, haven't they? It's been bitterly um, disappointing. Confidence isn't high. And when, when something like this happens, as we've had with the uh, Considine situation, you just wonder um, what is that going to do to you know, the confidence levels, which are already um, you know, brittle. Um, we, we've seen Jim Goodwin's clear-out getting underway. He's clearly not happy with uh, what he's got. Brown, Considine, Devlin and Emmanuel Thomas now either gone already or on their way out and you know you would expect more departures can they nick a last gasp place you know in the top six today looking at Ross County though if you you take their dreadful start to this campaign out of the equation it really has been a good season for them hasn't it and you know they'll go into this game Gordon under no pressure it's all on Aberdeen today how will they respond you wonder how big a factor that might have here this afternoon yeah you're right Jim Goodwin not holding back no Andy Considine next season Mikey Devlin's on his way reports about J. Emmanuel Thomas as well so Aberdeen don't even know if he'll make the top six yet but already trying to get things in order going forward so Aberdeen Ross County is another absolute cracker remember both teams need to win and they need to hope that Hibs fail to beat Hearts that's a simple one we can all follow that Hugh Evans. it's the other ones that get a bit complicated as things stand <laughs> I'll wait till five o'clock I'll keep you updated throughout the afternoon Let's go back to Celtic Park Where I'm sure the atmosphere is building Gabriel, there will be A huge sense of expectation Because nine points is good in itself But there's that goal difference If Celtic can just come through today Unscathed Put a bit more pressure on on St Mirren They're edging ever closer, aren't they? Yeah, they certainly will be doing that. If they get to nine points, and as you say, it is essentially ten with the goal difference, it seems like an unassailable lead at this point, considering that they will be playing Rangers here at Celtic Park as well in the split. Uh, And that is, of course, the main aim today. Another good performance is what Ange Postecoglou will want, to get that nine-point gap and add pressure to Rangers tomorrow at St Mirren but also they're going to want to get some minutes into Kyogo Furuhashi's legs as I touched earlier he's not played since Boxing Day so they can maybe get 20 minutes half an hour into him he might be able to play a bigger role in the all-important semi-final of the Scottish Cup against Rangers next weekend Uh, and how about St Johnson well they have been impressive recently they'll be resolute again Callum Hendry's bang in form but Callum Davidson will be looking to the split games as better opportunities for three points as they aim to complete a great escape. Celtic naming an unchanged team. That shows the faith that Ange Postecoglou has for his players after last weekend's victory in the Old Firm. Yep, going to be an absolute cracker there. Just reminders of both teams if you can, Gabriel. As I said, unchanged for Celtic. Joe Hart in goal. Josip Juranovic at right back. In the middle of defence is Carl Stahlfeld and Cameron Kartovic as a great tailor on the left-hand side. Captain Cal McGregor is at the base of midfield with Tom Rogic and Rayo Hatate either side of him. Yotta will start on the right wing with Dyson Maida on the left. 
George, it's Jakimakis, just been named player of the month. He leads the line. On the bench, you've got Bain, Beaton, Kyogo, Abada, Turnbull, McCarthy, Idaguchi, O'Reilly and Ralston. St. Johnson have made three changes since their 1-0 win over Livingston seven days ago. Xander Clark is in goal. It's three at the back. That's James Brown, Liam Gordon and Jamie McCart. Sean Rooney is right wing back with Melka Halberg and Murray Davidson in central midfield. And Callum Booth on the left flank. Ali Crawford will play in the hole behind Callum Hendry and Glenn Middleton. On the bench you have Parrish, Mahon, Cleary, Butterfield, Gilmore, McPherson, Mayer, Bear and Sang. As you can hear, Kyogo's name is being rung around Celtic Park and the fans are going wild. That is who they want to see on the pitch today. Should be a cracker that one. What do you think? Celtic going to get the result that the on-paper outcome would suggest? The marketing slogan now is, we never stop. And that's the way it has to be for Celtic today. St. Johnson's job is to frustrate Celtic's job has to be to exhilarate the crowd who are there at Celtic Park. The psychological boost from going nine points, effectively ten points clear of Rangers, cannot be overlooked. It's a massive game for Celtic. I cannot wait for this afternoon. It is going to be incredible. No matter what happens, we are guaranteed drama, we are guaranteed talking points, and it all kicks off next the winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Someday we've got in the Scottish Premiership this afternoon. Big games everywhere you look. And if you want to know how they won't finish, listen to these three with their hopeless sets of predictions. Go on, Hugh Kevens, take it away. I'll go Celtic to win at home, Harps to beat Hibs at Tynecastle, Aberdeen Ross County a draw. The Dundee Derby goes to United at Tannadice And Livy Motherwell home win And that'll mean what for the top six? That will mean that I'll wait till five o'clock Do you tell me? Thought you might say that Mark Wilson I'll go for Celtic to win Hearts to win Aberdeen to win United Dundee to draw And Livy Motherwell to draw Five homes <laughs> Goal flashes with Aspire Industrial Services Leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear And just like that we are underway Over the piece in terms of the full league This is arguably it's the biggest day of the season so far It's going to be absolutely incredible Because so many things are at stake So much can change There's been a delay to kick off at Tannadice oh, Pyrotechnics are out on oh, Derby Day oh. Wouldn't have had that in your day would they? Becoming more popular aren't they? Had the ultra... No, the ultras, caught up nah, when you were there. Nah, nah. I think that's just this year. In oh, Dundee. It's not. not in Dundee. Aye. Things take a bit of time. In the city of Dundee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to get underway in that one. We're getting underway elsewhere. Celtic St. Johnson, Hearts Hibs, United Dundee, Livy Motherwell, and Aberdeen Ross County. You can't take your eyes or your ears off it. Tweet us all afternoon at Clyde SSB. The players thrive on these types of occasions, Mark? Of course they do. I, I think the three o'clock kickoffs as well helps. So, especially in those derby games, Hearts, Hibs, Dundee United, Dundee, the fans are used to being kind of put second in these occasions, you know, all around TV. And I know there's some complaints about it being not shown on Sky, these games, but I think they enjoy going along the Saturday afternoon and watching them. The players love it as well. What an afternoon it is when something's at stake for every game. Terrific. Yeah. Yeah, it's maybe a debate for another day, Hugh, when we don't have so much going on. There has been a lot of criticism this week of the fact we've got two derbies and they're not on TV, so they're not being sold. But, but let's actually be traditional, in a sense, and look yeah. at the fan bases that are going along. It's three o'clock on a Saturday and it's yeah. great and they don't need to change and they don't need to get up at seven o'clock on a, 
a Sunday morning and yeah. get ready for the game or whatever it is. So yes, there there will be wider discussions there about what we do to project the product, and that's all very interesting for the neutrals. But three o'clock on a Saturday, when all those teams are playing and you're checking all the other results, that's that's brilliant as well. Rangers will play the thirty third league game of the season tomorrow. Five of them have been played at three o'clock on a Saturday. Five out of thirty three. So there is the the definition of tradition no longer existing. Five out of thirty three games played at three o'clock on a Saturday. So I celebrate the fact that the Premiership has worked out the way it was supposed to. It has taken us to the final game before the split and everything, everything has still to be decided. My favourite Hobby at this time of the year Sidetrack is to look at Which teams have already done their job And have decided to maybe Overindulge Kelty Hearts mm-hmm. already wrapped up the league And inside two minutes They're losing at home To Stirling Albion So I don't know Has been an all-weaker I think for a few A <laughs> players And uh, yeah A good start for Stirling Albion uh, St Johnson have just gone Relatively close Shot over the bar from Holberg Celtic had started Very much in the front foot Completely Pinning St Johnson in as you would expect But the Saints did manage to get up the other end And like I say Holberg with that shot over the bar Just how nerve wracking is this going to be It's easy, easier for players Mark They obviously can only do their job They're just out on the pitch See if you're a fan Who's trying to watch your team But also trying to calculate 15 other permutations yeah. <laughs> um, It's not going to be easy That's why no, we, we're no, here But great excitement you're, you're right to mention that It's been a long time that since this has happened Where fans will be Listening to the actual radio Checking scores on their phone Looking for live updates It's what football is all about It's what I remember from football When I was growing up And it's sadly gone But today we've got it Here in front of us The sun is shining It's a magnificent day We Blair, just need the games to match that Montreux, In terms of quality Montrose one here Drionians nil Blair Lions has opened the scoring in that one As well Big game for it Big game for it Ooh, Big goals already Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com It's a goal in the Edinburgh Derby And it's for Hibbs Sean Maloney's oh. side have taken the lead at Tynecastle Early on in that one That won't be popular Amongst the vast majority of the support inside Tynecastle The away fans will be absolutely loving it though Bear in mind Hearts very much the dominant side In terms of that league table this campaign But it is Hibbs that have taken the lead And that could have huge knock-on effects For the race for the top six as things stand mm. Hugh Keevans We will get back to that And it's Dre Wright Inside five minutes Who's opened the scoring For Sean Maloney's men Huge start to the afternoon Right for Hibbs Wrong for Hart And that's not what The Robbie Nielsen Or anyone else Would have expected Out of the day The whole complication For Sean Maloney Since getting to the club The loss of Martin Boyle They couldn't Prevent him from going To the United Arab Emirates uh, on life-changing money. United what, Gordon? What was that again? United States of Arab. Yeah, that's yeah, one. that's what. <laughs> they end up in the same place, you. It doesn't matter. And then there was the loss of Kevin Nisbet long-term through injury. So that is a sensational start for Sean Maloney and Hibbs. Yes, it is indeed. It was a deflected shot in the end, but a great break. Um, Clark fed right The shot flew off someone's boot And past Craig Gordon It does take something usually uh, Either special or unexpected To beat him Ends up in the back of the net And it's the away fans that are Celebrating Albion Rovers nil Stranraer 1 Down the league's 
as well An early chance for Dundee Danny Mullen heading over from 12 yards out in that one We have burst into life already So I'll tell you what Hugh Before we get distracted further oh. Let's get this up and running The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online Simple and to the point Since 2012 Seven players have come off the bench And scored in an old firm game Who were they? Well, like Since that. 2012 Seven players have come off the bench And scored in an old firm game Name them At Clyde SSB It is a race So get your thinking caps on Put all the names on one tweet And send them over To at Clyde SSB Let's see what you have got for us there Big chance Rayo Hatati For Celtic to take the lead He can't convert And it stays goalless in that one Well I think they've waited long enough Get Kyogo on now And uh, see how this goes oh, uh, Hold on Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com It was just a warning sign Celtic 1 St Johnson nil, And it is Rayo Hatati on the left foot Cut back to him No mistake this time Xander Clark couldn't keep it out this occasion And Rayo Hatati makes it Celtic 1 St Johnson nil. With seven and a bit minutes on the clock And it uh, will excite the crowd Mark Wilson Can you go sit back down now Don't, yeah, don't need yeah, him yet I, I, I wave to him Sit down Sit down yeah. um, Because for the first six minutes Mark I don't know how it looked to you But I thought that St Johnson Had parked a couple of buses I think this could be a long afternoon Hugh for St Johnson Just going with the evidence of, And it's a great uh, move from Celtic You've got to say But going the evidence uh, Of this game so far Celtic look right in the mood for a few goals this afternoon. Do moving it well, moving it quickly, getting the rewards, and if you're a player, that just settles the nerves in a, a day like this. And the fans, of course, who understand how important this game is. But if you're a player, yeah, you want to go in the opening ten minutes so you can relax. Yeah, it was a good move. Rogic to Taylor, cut back. To be fair, St. Johnson did have a chance to clear it. Taylor then keeps it alive and. St Johnson may be shooting themselves in the foot But when the finish eventually comes oh. It's curled right into the side netting It's a lovely finish Beautiful finish Absolutely beautiful But you've got to say St Johnson, you've got to be disappointed You've got to clear that But the minute the ball f- uh, falls to Hatati That is a terrific strike with his left foot Gives the goalkeeper no chance To get Celtic off it's a, to the perfect It's a brilliant start. finish Look yeah. at Taylor though Taylor's getting so many plaudits now he, he doesn't just throw this across the six-yard box He actually sees Hatati when it comes to him It rebounds back to him And he actually cuts it back Yep, it's a beautiful cutback And a lovely finish so as things stand There we go <laughs> First one of the afternoon Celtic are Stretching their advantage At the top And It's all Hibs at the moment In the Edinburgh Derby They are in front So In terms of that top six race I'll do this for the first time As it stands Hibs Dundee United And Motherwell Make up the top six Look it's very very early And lots can change But that goal by Dre Wright if it stays this way Would catapult Hibs into fourth So that's the way it is at the moment At the moment Hibs, Dundee United, Motherwell In that order So Ross County, Livy, Aberdeen All missing out as things stand But lots can change right. It is all Celtic And it's all Real Hatati as well Hugh Keevans He's had another go um, Three battles with Xander Clark Clark's won two of them But crucially um, Hatati's won the other one You know As the old codger In the studio I never thought in my lifetime I would see Japanese players having such an influence on Celtic or any other Scottish club for that matter but Ange Postacoglu 
has brought a knowledge of Asian football that has given Celtic a massive advantage. You know, they're going for 33 domestic games without defeat in a row today. And the influence of Hatati, and that's a decent save from Xander Clark, the influence of Rio Hatati, of uh, Dyson Maida, and later on today, I'm absolutely certain we will see Kyogo Furuhashi. Uh, the influence on that run and the potential for a treble has been significant. I love how it's a good save by Xander Clark down his left hand side, but I love how goalies bounce up and shout at the midfielders, you know, get closer, get tighter. The goalie's standing in the six yard box. These guys are chasing shadows. You've seen Hitati, he was in his own half and he broke 40 yards. And the St Johnson players are trying. Who's the biggest morning goalkeeper you ever played with? Uh, Boric. Boric was up there, yeah. He just, he just used to shout a lot in, in Polish show. <laughs> You, you yeah, knew it was angry I know what was worse about that Mark actually understood it <laughs> Yeah, the Goalies were always mourners In my early career at Dundee United But they were for those the sake of it lads, yeah, Alan Combe, remember Alan mm. Combe? Oh, oh yeah. wow, yeah. yeah, he was bad for it They are very bad for it, Mark uh, It's something in their DNA It's just the way they go about their business <laughs> Something in their in DNA, their DNA. Yeah, yeah, The show's taking a turn Yeah, but the good, th- the good thing now is Especially Sander Clark We can give him a bit of criticism Because Gordon's kindly moved <laughs> Aye, so, no so, uh, so he's not the neighbour He doesn't put his bins out So we can get ripped in about him <laughs> No I don't know about that Still loyal to that cause uh, He is up against it this afternoon Celtic 1 St Johnston 0 Are you surprised to hear That it's all Hibs in the derby? Uh, yes I am yeah. uh, I mean I did not think that Sean Maloney Could get a team to go there And impose themselves on a heart side who, let's be honest, have been third all season long and impressively consistent. And the, the heart supporters will not be enjoying this wonderful bit. I read Sean Maloney's piece in the paper today, Hugh, and yeah. he, he, he spoke so much about the, the physical side of Hibs and how he thought they matched hearts and that was a, such an important aspect to that derby game. And he went into it more than I've ever heard him. Reference it before This is absolute One way traffic Rogic has waltzed through But the eventual shot Is tame And then Jota Has curled one wide Celtic Knocking at the door For a second Absolutely um, On top In that one I'm not sure Many people are surprised If you look at the league table um, But if there was any Doubt about Celtic's mood Then it's probably Been dispelled already Livy have started The better team Arguably At the Tony Macaroni Although no real chances Remember They are the ones That really Need a win And they also need Hibs and Ross County To not win So on a couple of fronts It's, it's not going to plan Yet because Hibs Are in front Taking so. back to you Talking about It's a massive day For supporters Going along the grounds And listening to What's coming in As much as it's a massive day For players and everything See as a manager You then have to You know You've got to make sure You know what's happening What your position is You, you might go and think Right a draw's enough to get us in the top six Her result may change that You've then got to think Right I need to go more attacking And maybe Make a substitution It's such an exciting day For everyone Yes it really is indeed Anna nil Cowdenbeath won I think Cowdenbeath are toast anyway Aren't they there mm. Destined for the playoffs At the bottom of the SPFL Into the, the pyramid system uh, But Andy Barman Has put them in front Nevertheless We're 13 minutes into this game here At Celtic Park And the amount of chances Hold on Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com 
This one comes in the Dundee Derby And it's for the home side It's Nicky Clark Has made it Dundee United 1 Dundee nil. That will have been met With rapturous celebrations anyway But remember It would have taken An incredible turnaround For Dundee United To not make the top 6 But they're looking like They're going to cement that Because Nicky Clark Has put them one up On their city rivals Well he runs out of his 9 lives today Mark McGee This is his ninth game As Dundee manager so far he has lost five Drawn three And is still looking for win number one But I think once United put their noses in front They'll stay in front It's, it's a disaster it. for the goalkeeper as well Ian Lawler he's come mm. for the high ball Nowhere near it And Clark headed in To an empty net There's been a clash of heads At the Tony Macaroni It's a bit of a delay there And nothing exciting Despite all that's at stake At Pitodri When you're looking at it, Gordon I was going to say about Dundee United This season If they win that if they finish fourth It's got to be one of the stories Of the season Tam Court's come in A rookie manager How many young players Has he gave a debut to This season He's played Admirably Against Celtic Against Rangers mm -hmm. If he wins this one He would have won two derbies And drawn the other one at Dens What a remarkable season And we looked at it at the start And went That's a questionable Appointment He's certainly proved a lot of people wrong uh, Connor Shields is fine After a bit of treatment there uh, Look at this I've just had a message in to say Any sh chance of a shout out For the Glenburn 2014 team's day out To Somerset Park They've got a kickabout on the pitch After the game Hope you're enjoying your day It's Air United nil Inverness 2 After 15 <laughs> minutes uh, 13 minutes I should say Logan Chalmers Has doubled Inverness's advantage there So I'm sure the guys will uh, still enjoy their day anyway Another delay at Tanadice Because the celebrations Have been met with more Flares onto the pitch So Well uh, I, I said to you Gordon I've never heard a noisier warm up Before a game And uh, Clearly Inside Tanadice It's like a microwave oven So uh, You know That That won't be the last Do Dundee still do the traditional walk yeah. From Yeah, yeah. To yeah they, too? they were going to a hotel what, What's the other Team bus, maybe seriously. Yeah, you go just, to, just you take go, the handbrake off. Yeah, walking <laughs> down, down the hill. Yeah, yeah. this cost of living crisis. You want to hire a bus to what, let the handbrake why, off and roll it down the hill. Why not just meet at Tannadice? Like the old days, you used to just turn up at the ground because they were that. going to a hotel in Dundee this yeah. morning and then they were going to drive back to Dens Park, park the bus literally, <laughs> and walk down the road to Tannadice because Mark McGee. Did you walk up the way, Mark? Yeah, yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. But, 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 it's literally a hundred yards. I know. I've been to both grounds. I've played and and graced both grounds, grounds and scored in both grounds. But I was just wondering, just to reports. You know, you go to the hotel, you have your meal, you do your preparation, park your car, and walk. to I it. remember playing in a pre-season kind of tournament. I think it was Forfarshire Cup or something like that. And Dundee was involved. We get changed at Tannadice and walked up the road in your strip. Yeah. And, and your boots Yeah because it was The Forfarshire Cup So there was a game On Dens before uh, It was Maybe four for Against somebody And we got, yeah. uh, We needed the use Of the change <laughs> Boots change. on Boots uh, on No I think we carried Our boots up Metal studs Metal studs Just in your bare feet there <laughs> I bet you're one of them With the flip flops Adidas flip flops <laughs> yeah. And the wash oh, bag oh, Under the oh, arm oh, oh, <laughs> The see, headphones I'm, on the, They're the ones That just have no ability Whatsoever That's the sort of thing That you would turn round In old days mm. And see Wisher with And <laughs> you go That sums <laughs> up an, an opening for Motherwell Not so much a chance A decent cross from Shields Van Veen can't connect And it's good defending 
from Livy Just where we were on the subject of giving the guys a, a mention at Somerset Park Kevin's been on He says I know you're not George Bowie But I'm looking for a favour My brother Stephen McHugh Unfortunately uh, he's in hospital He's having a, a bit of a, a tough time Safe to say And it would mean a lot If you could give him a wee mention at some point So Stephen we hope you're well Our thoughts are with you And uh, hopefully you're getting the chance to listen This afternoon uh, goals are still going in Where's that one That's down the leagues Elgin Nil Stenhouse Muir won Adam Corbett On 15 minutes Kyogo Furuhashi has come out to warm up And got a standing ovation Hasn't played in 2022 He'll be on Second half in this game I would imagine But As Mark Wilson said earlier It's as one-sided as it gets uh, You know Joe Hart on the think of something to the, Kyogo's the, haircut Gordon I used to sport Very similar to that In the, the 90s bowl, The bowl did you? The bowl cut Yeah He's bringing that back to Glasgow You'll see kids everywhere With that I can just imagine I, 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 you The bowl cut Kelly Hansen jacket yep. on yep. 94 What's, a bowl, about that. what's a bowl cut? Just a... What Kyogo's got <sighs> it's a f- Think about The, the terminology Quite self-explanatory Right a bowl on your head And just cut round about Correct Oh mm. ah, right yep. And you had a bowl then cut Then you used to get the undercut as well Where they would Take a, a wear a head up And shave underneath it uh-huh. In my day it was a feather That's all cut. the 90s <laughs> The long rounded years And the down oh, We looked apart in those days Either mm. pair <laughs> Livy have had a couple of chances as well Firstly it was Alan Forrest With a jinking running shot That was deflected wide And then from that corner Obelai's header Was deflected over So Livy looking To try and Do their bit to get into the top six But it stays goalless Did I, that one for now though Did I see Motherwell training On the Astro This week Was that true Were you up there uh, No I, 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 missed, I missed I missed this week's training oh, session. It's not like you Yeah I sort of uh, Stayed away I, I felt I was Bringing a little bit of bad luck, um, but I've I've t- I've taken Livingston today. I'm sorry, but I not must admit I meant to pull you up about that. Yeah, I know. Some I'm so sort of I can apologise to everybody in North Lanarkshire, uh, and I hope Gabriel's listening next time he turns up at Fir Park and puts that in his notes. Obelize again fired one wide at the back post. Livy are certainly looking the most likely. That's what I'm saying. I just think it's a difficult place to go. I know Motherwell got that first victory the the, the turn of the year since the turn of the year last weekend. But away to Livingston, they've they're on uh, a run of three defeats as we noticed and beat the pundit <laughs> the other night. There, I'm glad you hear it. Okay, tell yes. me you heard that. Yes, I did. Uh, do you know what I, I've got to say? And I'm, I don't like. Yes, that's go- right. Gordon Deal was asked. During the week For the only team in the league Who've lost their last three games Now that information Is on the wall In the yeah. studio behind them I know what you're thinking You've got this figured out Don't you? you're thinking Oh my goodness He didn't look at it No He did look at it mm. And yet he's, he's still Somehow Misinterpreted it And got it all wrong um, Remind us of your question Please Hugh Yeah it's very simple And straight to the point It is Since 2017 Seven players have come off the bench and scored in an old firm game. Who were they? It's twenty since twenty twelve, not twenty seventeen. You had me yes, worried there. Yes, since twenty twelve. Ten years in the last ten years, seven players have come off the bench and scored in an old firm game. Hold, hold on before we do any answers. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Celtic two, St Johnston nil, and it's your reigning player of the month, Georgios Jakomakis. He got his first ever Celtic goal at home to St Johnston earlier this season. He's come a long way since then. He's leading the line. He's player of the month, and he has scored already. He intercepted a back pass from Callum Booth round the keeper, and converted. So a bit of a 
Shot in the foot scenario for St Johnson Celtic won't be complaining If you want to turn the psychological screw Turn it in a meaningful way And I think Celtic are out to make a statement About themselves today The day started off with reports Of what uh, Dermot Desmond had to say To uh, Celtic TV uh, About staying on at the club And one day his son Ross Might even be his successor uh, it continued with uh, Ange Postacoglu uh, admitting that he had uh, given the words of the proclaimers 500 miles to uh, to Dermot Desmond when he was asked about the Celtic job and that's why he's in there and now Hatati and Giacomakis are underlining Celtic's fantastic recent form uh, to go from Ibrox mm. to this they are in the words of their own advertising campaign Never stopping It's not a bad headache to have The fact that everyone's wishing Kyogo back yeah. When you've got a guy who is Clearly enjoying his and football And hold on a minute For the first time He took a touch Before yeah. sticking it in the back yeah, of the Yeah I never thought about that Every but other finish so far has been one touch But this one, one touch to go around the keeper And one touch to finish Just good a finish, by the way. Yeah. Difficult angle yeah. man Difficult yeah, angle, angle. Yeah. His first touch is good to take, take him round there But good finish Okay so Celtic 2-0 up You had read out the question Hugh So we'll do some wrong answers on the teaser I don't think anyone's got this right yet Since, oh. since 2012 Seven players have scored off the bench In an old firm game I think people are struggling here Rury has gone for David Turnbull Not Dave He's gone for Joe Garner No Joe uh, Sideshow Bob has gone Chris Boyd No he's not there He's gone James Forrest No He's gone Abada Abada no Wrong as well We need to get the thinking caps on Folk we are struggling here Connor Coulter thinks Ryan Jack is one of them No he's not Right th- Come on let's do this We can do better Since 2012 Seven players have scored off the bench In an old firm game Let's do it At Clyde SSB What are you two looking confused at each other for? We're right. discussing the answers Gordon We don't want to give anything away to the listeners <laughs> I think one person might have them all right so far Just the one so that podium has still got some spots on it Get thinking uh, Livy were forced into a change a few moments ago By the way Adam Lewis replaced James Penrice Who was injured uh, Chance Hart Sims had to score Big chance He hit it wide uh, Dundee have reacted well To going behind Max Anderson's volley Held at the second attempt By Benjamin Segrist So the games are coming to life Well you know, It's a terrific day um, And if they were laughing at Charlie Adam, the Dundee United fans, then uh, you know he might want to put their gas at a peep, as they say. Yeah, Joe Efford's cut back, can't quite find Kevin Van Veen though, as Motherwell look to try and take the lead at the Tony Macaroni level there, as it is at Pitodry between Aberdeen and Ross County. There's just so much going on. If you're 2 nothing down at Celtic Park yeah. and you're Callum Davidson and it's as one-sided as it is possible for a game to be, do you maybe think about having a, a go? No, I think I think you look at your app to see if there are any tea times at your <laughs> local golf club. Uh, uh, well, what a player he is as well. Yeah, I know he is. That's why I said it. Um, no, I, it's okay saying, do you have a go? You've got to have the ball to try and have a go. Celtic just look in the mood. Their movement, middle to front, is excellent. They're causing St. Johnson all sorts of problems. Right. Now, Jackie Marcus just scored Celtic second. But I think his race might be run. And they're going to make a change oh. And who do you think's coming on? The Emperor Leela Bada Is ah. going to replace Jackie Marcus. Uh, it took a knock Doesn't seem too serious at this point 
um, but he's going to come off anyway and not Kyogo yet Lila mm. Bada so does Maeda come through the middle yeah yeah I he's wonder why you know if Kyogo's if Kyogo's on the bench maybe you know maybe it was planned for him to play a, a certain amount of time well, to be yeah. fair he's holding the old hamstring but maybe it's just the early stages it's hard to, to second guess at the moment Lila Bada is going to replace him Jackie Marcus. We used to talk about Celtic hamstring injuries regularly yeah. They'd taken a bit of a, a dip there in the last few months I, I um, think if you're two up And your next game is a Scottish Cup semi-final against Rangers Then you take no risk, get them off early And uh, heaven knows they have strength and depth to call upon It's usually the player though that you need to convince in this situation you to come off You know, 25 minutes in If you don't think it's too serious Then the player will always say No, stay on but you're right, sometimes you have to be strong and say, no, come on, let's go. Yeah, there's a big goal in the championship. He's the specialist at scoring in the business end of the season. It's Kyle Lafferty, again, championship player of the month, 26 minutes. Kelly won them Fermland nil. Our both are still drawing at Hamilton, So as things stand in that division. That would see Kilmarnock six points clear if our both can't find a winner this afternoon. So... Uh, big important games in those leagues as well Edinburgh City won 4 for nil. Danny Handling on 28 minutes And we've got a goal at Tony Macaroni Goal flashes mm-hmm. With AspireGlasgow.com And it's a goal for the hosts It's Livingston Forest to Bailey <laughs> He finds the back of the net beyond Liam Kelly And Livy are in the driving seat in that one Yeah, um, it was my biggest fear today Gordon There's still a bit of time to go but I've always thought this week just looking at this game it's going to be a massive game for Motherwell it's going to be a very difficult game yes they're getting in with a little bit of confidence after getting that home win last week against St Mirren but going to Livingston uh, winless in the last three David Martindale knows how to get his teams up they know how to play this pitch uh, st- but still a bit of hope there but um, it's a long I- way to go yeah, sending, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to defeat there. It's, it's reverse psychology. Yeah, this, is you, this is what you do as well because remember, Motherwell could still finish top six with a defeat, but they would need Hibs to lose the derby. Oh, yeah. And Ross, they're winning, and they mm. need Ross County and Aberdeen to draw, which is the case uh, at the moment. So <laughs> Hugh Cavens is getting all excited because <laughs> I thought he'd win the lottery. Then. Brighton yeah. have taken the lead uh, at Arsenal. See, listen, no Kieran Tierney. That's, that's what yeah, happens. Yeah, but the last time Brighton won a game. Robbie Williams was still in take that So uh, See this is the expectation of football fans now we, we looked at the Premier League table Earlier on And we seen where Brighton Were Respectable position for Brighton And Hugh's not happy because they started well They're punching above their weight That's where they should finish Well I'll be on the phone to Billy Reid tonight To was, say You're one of those Brighton fans that would be booing Would they not booing a couple of weeks ago When they got a Was that a goal of straw? The modern yeah. football fan oh. An old very form. fickle uh, So that Levy goal is significant as well That would, as things stand, leapfrog them above Motherwell And into the top six So it would be Hibs, uh, Dundee United, Hibs and Levy If things were to stay this way Motherwell, Ross County and Aberdeen would miss out Now I know that on, technically St Mirren are still in the mix But their permutations are even more unlikely And they yeah. don't play till tomorrow So we'll leave them out of it for now But as things stand um, Yes It would be Dundee United Hibs And Livy Top 6 With Motherwell Ross County And Aberdeen Missing out In that one St Mirren I think looking over the shoulder At St Johnson yeah. I think more than 
try to make the top six I think it's virtually going to be impossible for them to do that but uh, Stephen Robertson calling at his players last week you wonder what sort of reaction he'll get off them tomorrow unbelievable miss from Danny Mullen couple of yards out an open goal came off the bottom of his boot and straight into the arms of Segrist Andy Halliday our very own has just sliced a volley high over the bar much to the delight of the Hibs fans mm. you can just imagine it he's popular everywhere he goes <laughs> Well, yeah, I'd r- rather be in the trenches with Andy Halliday than not. Uh, so, uh, I'm still amazed at the progress of the game. Uh, well done to Sean Maloney and the Hibs players because uh, I didn't think they had that in them. To be honest, I've started at kick off one win from their last twelve. So you're going too early, Hugh. Yeah, you're going too early. They ain't holding on to that. Lewis Ferguson, 25-yard free kick wide for Aberdeen. Remember, both of those sides trying to get into the top six. They both need to win and hope that Hearts beat Hibs. And as we've just covered, Hibs are in front. So I wonder if that started to filter through at Pataudry yet, which maybe yeah, deflates the home crowd a little bit. Because yeah. that- even if they do win. Taking into consideration you're talking about Aberdeen, I think all the focus is on them. Can they get into the top six? I've got to say, of at 10 to 5 today, if Ross Counter in the top six, what a job Malky oh. Mackay has achieved in Dingwall. Incredible. Having not won any of his first 10. Yeah, I like the high praise from Jim Goodwin this week. He said Malky Mackay is one of the managers of the year yeah. for sure. And he said Regan Charles Cook must be one of the most improved players in Europe this season. Oh, mm, Jim, well, I've, I've Jim's no not about much because I've not I've not seen yeah, enough scanning European but football. It's high praise. Oof. I'd still rather a Benzema if it's all the same to yourself, uh, Jim. Speaking of Benzema, he had his fun during the week. Chelsea are four 0 up at Southampton inside half an hour. What reaction that is from last week? Where they losing four, losing at, four at, at home. home. Yeah, Southampton do this. So they not usually get. They've had a couple of hammerings Nines. over the last. A couple of seasons They're yeah. 4-0 down at home Inside half an hour Ralph Hassenhutl Has had two nines Hasn't he? He's, Leicester says he took mm. nine off him And somebody else did it But know. they hang in there Not today though All top managers lose By a lot of goals <laughs> at times <laughs> Mark, you should know that Well, hi. Do you know I was thinking during the week Mark, when I, I was listening to this is going to be an insult right away. 100%. I can no, sense. I just thought someone. Because what was he listening to? That's Some, what I wanted no, to know. Well, okay, I was reading and listening well, to the more radio. Unlikely. Yeah, and it just caught me, and I thought, you know, that that's the sort of thing that Mark Wilson would probably have come out at with Breakin when I was listening to Mark McGee's uh, quotes. Listen, lads, I'm just in the door. We're not going to win many. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, Mark, you're a man of your word. You've got to say that about you. I think I was one for one in that team talk. (laughs) But but I am believing here with a good tracksuit. Two Hibs players down getting treatment, Rocky Bashiri and Joe Newell, but they are still leading that derby, remember, and it's at Tyne Castle. So that will be that'll maybe take the edge off the paint from Joe whatever Newell they're going was through. Described as a monster by Sean Maloney in uh, today's paper about his performance against Hearts last time through. I think he's a very good player. Mm. Technically very good, but again going back to that physical side, mm. that's what Sean kept mentioning. So goes to show you they're maybe in stone something different from what people Thought Sean Maloney and Gary yep. Caldwell would install on a team. Uh, Hugh, remind us of the teaser, please. Since 2012, seven players have come off the bench and scored in an old firm game. Name them. Uh, lots of people, including Connor, have gone for and superstar tradesmen and others going for Barry Mackay. 
No It's a wrong answer But the only Slight clue I'll give you That game That game that you're all thinking of With Barry Mackay Is important Okay mm. That's what we should say uh, On that one Some good answers coming in though uh, Another Popular one No in fact that's right So let me not read that one out uh, Yeah you're starting to get the bit Between your teeth now I must say um, Some good answers coming in uh, First flashpoint in the Dundee Derby Paul McGowan who's Never far away from no. these things And Ryan Edwards Squaring up So Paul mm. McGowan will need to Mismatch. look mm. Up the way significantly <laughs> Ryan Edwards is massive um, Handled well though by Stephen McLean A calm quiet word in the ear And on we go an angry man Paul McGowan very, yeah. yeah very fiery good professional though on the Wait, pitch was he was it Celtic yeah, yeah yeah good talent uh, yeah, McGowan, he's, yeah he's been a, he has a good talent I've got to say mm. but that that uh, derby Mark you'll know better than any of us but there, there does seem to be an intensity to it is it is that a city thing um, yeah, there is, of course. It, well, it's just a derby, but it's it's a bragging right, especially with it being so close proximity as well. When I played in it, Hugh, it was very different because Dundee had an outstanding side at that time, and we were probably the underdogs going into those games, so it was slightly different for Who's the United fans. Who's your bigger club, Mark? Oh, shut up. Let's not open that can of worms just now because we've got one of these. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Celtic. St Johnston nil And it's Jota with the cross Maeda with the header Xander Clark couldn't keep it out And the one way traffic continues This could be a long Long afternoon For St Johnston 36 minutes gone And they're 3-0 down I, I just had the feeling that Celtic would want to make a statement About themselves today uh, The supporters have lived off That result at Ibrox uh, Last Sunday uh, they, they were Taken aback by their team's performance And the result and the uh, the uh, effects of that result and today everything about Celtic from the top Dermot Desmond Ange Postacoglu to the players it, it screamed out that they would be wanting to make a statement today and my goodness three up and not yet half time that's a statement I just look at the movement from Celtic you know before they Maeda scores It's a good header Xander Clark should have done it Probably mm, Don't know But It's a good header from Maeda But the movement The appetite to keep running from Celtic Is incredible It goes with the slogan that Hugh mentioned before They weren't just coming today To You know Just to pass the ball about the back Everybody wants involved And this could be anything now It's a wonderful cross Gordon And that's mm. why the, the movement's important Because Maeda is not going to out jump Liam Gordon or no. Jamie McCart Not even close But he drifts right in between them Xander Clark gives it his best goal I, Do you think the problem is I'm not blaming here, the goalkeeper I, I always stick up for goalies Because you lot slaughter them mm. He's guilty of the fact That he actually gets close to it In the first place mm. yeah. So it looks like he should have done more To keep it out But I'm not sure he even she, Had a right to get as close as he she's did She's a centre forward uh, And I've been in that position Many a time and that ball comes in at that pace from Jota Okay, Jota wasn't in the wing It was Barry Wilson at the time um, That ball comes in with that terrific pace All you have to do is glance it towards goals And that's exactly what Maeda done And Xander Clark, he's, he's unlucky He gets a touch on it, Gordon But I think that's a real good finish And I've got to say I think the quality cross is brilliant Yeah, Halliday miles over the bar again Oh no uh, Dre Wright's gone off injured though The goal scorer for Hibs Josh Campbell 
Has replaced him Dave Galloway says This is going to be The shortest half-time report In history <laughs> So <laughs> much at stake At Pataudry And yet nothing happening That's a disappointment uh, As a journalistic colleague of mine Used to say How many bees and rubbish? It's <laughs> often been the case though At Pataudry See when yeah. you think back This season Even when Jim Goodwin's came in You look for a bit of a reaction It's not quite happened It's un- unsurprising Just on Celtic The way they play I mean Just score the goal St Johnson takes centre Gets booted up the pitch It goes for a goal kick Joe Hart's again Running for the ball He put it down and play mm. As quick as possible It's just been such a factor That keeps everybody on side The players uh, Mind sharp The supporters Mind sharp it's great to watch Something we've not seen Not if you're a, a St Johnson fan Not if you're a St Johnson fan or If you're a player. St Johnson yeah. fan You're seeing any chance Going to just slow down Look it's 3-0 They just want to move on To next week St Johnson Gordon yeah. Gordon, This is This is done You know Bigger fish to fry In the relegation Scrap Yeah but you don't You, you, you could easily walk out of here With a 6 or a 7 Under your belt Gordon Especially the mood Celtic This in. might be the highest Of the lot Now I know there have been Loads of contenders Um and something to, you know, it's hard to get much higher than this though. Celtic's possession at the moment, eighty six. Yeah, it's than a couple of weeks much, ago. You just don't get much higher than that. No, and all in the right area, all in about the box, all one and two touch. You know, nobody really dwelling on the ball today. That's incredibly difficult. See if you're a St. Johnson player, you look at that St. Johnson midfield. They are getting dragged all about the pitch. No answers to this. Jacko Marcus is still in the dugout, Mark, with his strip on. Does that tell you that? You know, would you be inside on the treatment table if it was something serious? You could put a just, ice just ice and ice. Yeah, you could put an ice pack on it and just sit there and put your feet, uh, your foot up, and obviously relax the muscles. But they've got them off early, um, and I think that's sensible. Obviously, they're three 0 up. And they're they're absolutely cruising. If you're a Celtic player just now and you're in that position, you must be enjoying your afternoon's oh. football. You know, the manager can sit back and relax. The players are enjoying it. The sun shines out there. You're three up. You're moving the ball about great. You're just looking for more goals. The big thing is, if he is injured, right, and I, I think he'll be okay for next Sunday, but you've put Maeda through the middle there and he's, he's shown right away that he mm-hmm. can play that position. You've got Kyogo, who I'll be very surprised if he doesn't come off the bench at some point. And Abada's just come on Who's got 14 goals this season So we were chatting about Rangers And Daz rightly highlighted it earlier The spread of goals from Rangers this season Has been poor You know when you look back to last season Tavernier scored a barrel Goldson scored a barrel Your midfielders chipped in Kent chipped in You had Morelos This season it's not been the case for Celtic The spread has been huge All across the, the park So if Giacomacchus has to miss out next week They're in a very strong position To fill that role I still, I, uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I'm not going to argue with that, Mark. But I still think that if you're Celtic, I would love to begin into the next week's game with Jack and Marcus. Oh. A guy that's just won uh, mm. Player of the Month, he's bagged a goal in 24 minutes against St Johnston. Uh, he's enjoying his football and he's playing with a lot of confidence. I, I totally agree that they've got players that can just step in and still look a very strong side. But you're getting into a semi final against Rangers that you've just beaten at home. I would like to have my, my strongest centre forward there, and I think that Jack and Marcus. I think it looked precautionary. Yeah. You know, it, was, yeah. it was so early in the game. He had his goal anyway. He took it exceptionally well. And I think all round have said, what's the point in risking mm. him? We're two up anyway, now they're three up. This is as good as I've seen Celtic for a while. I thought against Ross County, they were outstanding, but the way they're moving the ball this afternoon, very quickly. Yeah. 
And we end product I obviously multitask in here So yes Keeping an eye on the game But doing various other things And genuinely Because it is the 14% I've not yet seen St Johnson touch the ball I don't think (laughs) So the 14%'s come There we go They've won a header Uh, The 14%'s come At such times When I've been Looking elsewhere As a badder Fires one It's deflected For a corner And Maida goes chasing after it Behind the goal So that Celtic can get about Their business quickly This is um, Yeah Ball retention wise Like nothing we've seen The previous highest This season Was 83% I think 83% Against St Mirren Oh was it St Mirren Because they were pretty high in fact, 85 against Livy, so we're in that ten. Right. It doesn't really matter. Like, you know, the, the interesting thing for me will be second half. If it's no worse for St. Johnson than three 0 um, you know, will Postecoglou insist that they keep going, go get more goals? The goal difference now stands at 19. Um, but traditionally, you find that when teams are that far in front at half time, the second half becomes a bit of a bore. Right, Hugh, let's find out who's won the first half teaser. The first half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. Since 2012, seven players have come off the bench and scored in an old firm game. They are. Jermaine Defoe Johnny Hayes Odson Edward Stuart Armstrong Eric Sviachenko Tom Rogic And Andy Little If you got all of them That is some effort Lots of you did I know our listeners are The smartest bunch of people out there Thomas Snedden is the winner Well done to you Thomas Pipping Adam Daniel And John McIlvany was third fastest So well done to the three guys Well done to everyone else who got it and thank you for taking part, even if you didn't. We'll have a Who Am I a bit later on, but well done to those. That was tough. How many did you two get? One out. Four. Ah. That sounds like more than one out then, if you only got four. Just let me, answer the, <laughs> let me answer the questions. Uh, Sviachenko was the one. Uh, that's a tricky one. Yeah, so that was that game at Hamden. Yeah, he came yeah, on. Came yeah. on for someone. Um, Van Veen over the bar, so Motherwell not finding the target at all yet, but a couple of efforts. At goal, still Livy one, Motherwell nil. Still Livy into the top six, Motherwell not based on what else is happening so we'll get the full rounds up the round ups I should say at half time very soon because we are in the closing stages Fitzwater has collided with the you know the post that holds up the nets yeah mm-hmm. so he's, yeah, he's collided with that um, looks like a sore one he was in a bit of a race with Joe Efford and he's hit into the see that's the an- equipment another thing they didn't have in your day they didn't have the, those goals in your day it was just a net it used to hang down I don't think you are in any position to slag anyone about goalposts this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. After you, you glued yourself to the goalposts. Still getting messages this morning. I, I'm not surprised. To, <laughs> to remove the glue. Um, nope, all removed now. Hands. What, what, was it? Than what did you eventually go for? Because we had. Some yeah, we had lots of suggestions. suggestions. Was it oh, the hair spray? Above. Hair pumice spray, stone, pumice stone. Hair dryer. Um, <laughs> you have a hair dryer on as well? Oh, aye. Aye, melts the glue. So you, he, you hairsprayed your pumice stone And then <laughs> rubbed it on your hand <laughs> <laughs> Pumice stone I said. Sorry Come on Okay Hugh Evans, Are you familiar with the American Pie movies? Are you familiar mm. with when Jim Levenstein Gets a questionable videotape glued to his hand? Do you know I, 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 listened, I listened to the programme In fact my wife came into the kitchen To find out what I was laughing about And sat to listen to it as well 
But then you went on about, and I thought American Pie. That's oh. a song by Don McLean. Yeah, no one, no one gets a, no one gets a videotape glued to their hand in Casablanca, do they? No, that's, no. that's the way to look at it. Humphrey Bogart would never have done that. Um, but yeah, that was Mark Wilson's moment. Mm, bad the week. weekend. Bad week. So it's all good now. All, it's all, all good. My up. phone's still high. My phone's still in glued. American Pie, Jim Levenstein has to get it bandaged up, <laughs> and he has to wait weeks so, until he can use it again. Yeah, well, um, modern technology these days. So I'm is, glad that, has helped me. That, that yours is a bit more straightforward. The halftime whistles are starting to go, and it's gone. Oh, ho, 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 this is going to be a big one for numerous reasons. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Hearts one, Hibs one. Andy Halliday. Andy. Halliday oh, no. He will bounce into the studio on Monday night If things stay this way It was cut back A shot in off the post Andy Halliday of all people Has levelled things up In the derby Hearts won Hibs won A goal that's probably celebrated elsewhere as well But we do have a half-time whistle at Celtic Park Gabriel And it's been a walk in the park hasn't it? It certainly has been Gordon It's Celtic 3 St Johnson Hill And the league leaders have been brilliant In the first 45 minutes Right from the off, it was clear it was going to be a long day for the Saints. Rayo Hatate could have had a hat-trick before the 10-minute mark. He forced two great saves from Xander Clark in the Saints' goal. He did open the scoring, though, in the eighth minute. It was a great move. Uh, Tom Rogic played it to Greg Taylor, who kept the ball alive after the Saints failed to clear it. Taylor cut it back to Hatate, and it was a great left-footed finish across the goal into the far corner. Celtic were all over them, camped on the edge of their box. Their next big chance came when Tom Rogic himself waltzed through but it was a tame final effort straight down the throat of Xander Clark in the 22nd minute they doubled their advantage Georges Jakimakis the reigning player of the month got his 12th goal of 2022 when he pounced on a really poor back pass from Callum Booth to Clark uh, the Greek intercepted and rounded the keeper managed to squeeze it into an empty net from a very tight angle he came off a minute later after taking a knock he was clutching his hamstring but it didn't seem too bad perhaps more precautionary Leal Abada came on the wing for him. A Dyson Maida had been playing wide left using his blistering pace to great effect down that wing. He moved centrally after the substitution and in the 36th minute that move paid off. Uh, Maida got his head on the end of a Jota cross. Fantastic movement to get away from his man and Clark couldn't keep out of his near post. Celtic have had all of the ball, 85% possession as you touched on. They played some brilliant football and showcased why they are heading nine points clear at the top of the table. Half-time here at Celtic Park is 3-0 and it could be much more. We do have a half-time whistle at Pataudry. Let's go there first. Yeah, it's going to be a short one, as I said, Gordon. Aberdeen nil, uh, Ross County nil. Both teams were expected to really go at it from the first whistle in this one. But despite plenty of effort and energy, there's been precious little excitement. It was 25 minutes before the game's first real chance. It fell to the hosts. Watkins combined well with Ramirez, but from 12 yards, McCrory blasted over the bar. Ferguson then tried his luck with a 25-yard free kick. He got the ball around the wall, but it flew wide. In the main, this first half's been punctuated by misplaced passes. It's been very scrappy, with neither keeper being called into serious action. As the halftime whistle approached, another chance for the Dons to tell you about. Hayes fired in a free kick from distance, sent it into the box. Good delivery. Uh, Bates rose well for it, won the header, but his effort was straight at Laidlaw in the county goal. At the interval here, at Pittori, Aberdeen nil, Ross County nil. Uh, right, we'll try and get Roger Hanna back. We need to try and hear about that Andy Halliday goal. I am sure. Are we getting any other half-time whistles yet? There was two minutes added on 
In the Dundee Derby So not quite yet there Remember there was a delay A couple of delays actually um, At Levy But the halftime whistles Are now starting to go Let's go to the Tony Macaroni And speak to David Friel Halftime Gordon Livingston Won Motherwell nil, And it's Odin Bailey Who's put Livingston On course for a top six spot As things stand it's been a game of few clear-cut chances so far, but the home side have definitely been the better team. Alan Forrest has been really good for Livingston. He had the first real opening in 18 minutes where he jinked into the box and had a shot deflected wide. From the corner, Ayo Obelai's header was deflected over. From the next corner, the Levy defender then found space again, but he fired wide. Motherwell haven't created much. There's been a few crosses for Kevin Van Bean. He's been busy, but Max Shryk and the Levy goal hasn't had anything to do at all. Levy have looked a lot more dangerous and they got the open on 26 minutes. Forrest picked up the ball and looked to play Odin Bailey. Jake Carroll probably should have dealt with the danger, but he didn't, and Bailey was able to run through and slide the ball under Liam Kelly. So far, so good for Levy there in the top six as things stand. Motherwell, they've slipped down to seventh at half time. They haven't had a shot on target and they may need to produce something special in the second half depending on the other results. Half time, Livingston won Motherwell now. It's also half time in the Dundee Derby, Fraser Wishart. Dundee United won Dundee nil, but it's the Dundee fans that cheer their team off. They may be a goal down, but they know the Dense Park side have been by far the better team in what's been a really good 45 minutes to watch plenty of good football and an early Nicky Clark goal the difference between the sides really lively start to the game it's a good football being played Danny Mullen first to show he did a Marshall cross over the bar from 10 yards then a Tony Watt cross was volleyed back into the 6 yard box by Liam Smith it was scrambled away by Jordan McGee and then Anderson tested Sigurds from 25 yards with a good strike but the opener came in the 13th minute disaster for Dundee keeper Ian Lawler a corner for Dundee United was cleared to the halfway line Liam Smith just put it back into the box real old fashioned up and under really high high ball Lawler was right underneath it but he came for it and he was nowhere near it Ross Graham got his head to the ball and then it was on to Nicky Clark who had an empty net from 10 yards to score the only goal of the half real blow for Dundee he started to conflict we reacted well to that goal Anderson missed hit a volley from the edge of the box but it bobbled it was awkward to see this second attempt he held it with Danny Mullen pouncing waiting to pounce 26 minutes an unbelievable miss by Danny Mullen it may well have been offside won't know because the linesman didn't put his flag up but Jordan Marshall low drive across the goal past Sigrist and Danny Mullen with an open goal went to put it in the back of the net from two yards somehow the ball came off his boot and back into Sigrist's arms a real real sitter but Dundee continued to pressure and he back Mulgrew and Graham forced to clear some really dangerous crosses when McMullen and McGowan really lively and United rarely near the Dundee goal as a half-time whistle approached and Charlie Adam came into the game 30 yards free kick struck it really well but unfortunately for him and the Dundee fans it was straight at Zegris and Dundee couldn't turn all that good play into a goal but more of the same would do nicely in the second half and if Dundee keep this momentum going you can see them getting a goal and back into the game half-time at Tanner Ice Dundee United 1 Dundee nil. We'll take a break and we'll try and speak to Roger Hanna and give you a full roundup of the half-time scores next. The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half-time scores in the Scottish Premiership. It's Aberdeen 0, Ross County 0, Celtic 3, St Johnston 0, Dundee United 1, Dundee 0, Hearts 1, Hibs 1 and Livingston 1, Motherwell Nil. I don't usually do this at half time But it seems right to give you a quick update on the league table What that would mean in the battle for the top six Dundee United would be there Livingston would be there And Hibs would be there Motherwell, Ross County and Aberdeen would all miss out That can of course change in the second half In the championship at the break It's Air United nil, Inverness 2 Hamilton Ackies nil, Arbroath nil, Kilmarnock 1, Dunfermline nil, And Wraith Rovers nil, Morton Nil in Scottish League One at the moment. It's Alloa nil, Clyde nil, Dumbarton one, Peterhead one, Falkirk nil, Cove Rangers nil, Montrose one, Airdrie one, 
And Queen's Park nil, East Fife nil. In League 2 Edinburgh City 1 Forfar nil, Albion Rovers nil, Stranraer 1 And in Athletic 1 Cowdenbeath 2 Elgin City nil, Stenhouse Muir 1 And Kelty Hearts 1 Stirling Albion 1 I'll finish off with the English Premier League It's a full time result Everton 1 Man United 0 At the break Arsenal 0 Brighton 1 Southampton 0 Chelsea 4 Watford 0 Leeds 1 And Villa Spurs is a 5.30 kickoff. We'll have the second halves for you next It's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025 